the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Here it is, Hour 2, Backbone Radio, February 4th, 2024. We're just talking fast, trying to get it all in here, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I was using the tiny little snow shovel yesterday, and what did it take? Like uh, about 400,000 scoops to get my driveway cleared off of all that heavy, wet snow. Watching the tree branches above bending under the weight. Yeah, you got to use like a little spoon, you know, when you get this heavy wet. You you spoon your driveway. You don't shovel it. Yeah, like maybe like a wooden spoon. Know what I'm saying? But I love it. I love it. That snow makes me think of Ernest Shackleton, the Antarctic explorer, and what happens when, like, everything goes wrong. Everything. What do you do? Uh, how do you measure up? What's the right, proper attitude? As this hour goes on, I'm going to try to get into the, some of that Shackleton, but the lines are getting too hot around here. And I wanted to just say one thing. We're talking about the wide-open Biden-Democrat-Rhino border. Which somehow everybody just kind of gets used to and just thinks, yeah, whatever, wide open, you know, well, some people. The polling data says the American people are rejecting that out of hand totally, and they're around 70% in favor of mass deportations for people that came in here illegally. But the stories get tragic, tragic, ladies and gentlemen. And in Colorado, Colorado, we have in December two Coloradoans killed by an illegal alien who apparently had four prior deportations and three prior DUI convictions in Broomfield. Just want to send a prayer to the family of Melissa Powell, age 46, her teenage son, Riordan, age 16, the illegal immigrant named Jose Menjivar, got off without jail four days before the crash. And the Denver Post article about this, December 21, 2023, does not get around to mentioning that um, Jose Minhivar was uh, an illegal alien. It's, they call him a Louisville man. A Louisville man. Anyway, just so you see how this works and the tragedy in the media hides this stuff from me. I've got the article sitting here. And, uh, yeah, it's a Louisville man. A Louisville man. Okay. Oh, boy. And that, that just, it, doesn't that just make your heart ache? It should, ladies and gentlemen. This country is dying. People are dying. Melissa Powell and her son, Riordan Powell, are dead. And the Democrats want to, don't want to deport them. They, they, they don't want to deport them again. They want to keep them here because, and that's what Elon Musk is saying, is that they're, they're, they're getting these people that come here illegally voting. They're getting them voting, and Biden's going to push for that, getting them voting. That's the whole deal. And even though it turns off the American people en masse to have this wide-open border, 
The Biden, they, they don't care about these tragedies. They don't care about the sufferings and the deaths of the American people. They don't care about the fentanyl. But they want to get more voters in here to try to get Democrat perpetual power. Okay, that's what their that's what their game is, and that's what Elon Musk has been uh, pounding pounding away on, which is really kind of refreshing to see uh, someone like Elon Musk uh, in such a position of power. You know, making and Elon Musk says this: a few other things you probably don't know. Illegals in America can get bank loans, mortgages, insurance, driver's licenses, free health care in California, New York, and in-state college tuition. Elon Musk asks, what's the point of being a citizen if an illegal gets all the benefits but doesn't pay taxes or do jury duty? Mm -hmm. And um, Elon Musk says this, Biden's strategy is very simple. Get as many illegals in the country as possible. Legalize them to create a permanent majority, a one-party state. That is why they are encouraging so much illegal immigration, simple yet effective. And Elon Musk then adds, this explains why there are so few deportations, as every deportation is a lost vote. As happened this week, you can literally assault police officers in broad daylight in New York, be released with no bail, give everyone the finger before all the cameras, and still not be deported. Outrageous. Outrageous. And, uh, yeah, there's an AP headline, January 16th. 2021, Biden to prioritize legal status for millions of immigrants. You see what they're doing? They're killing the place to try to benefit themselves in terms of the power equation. Elon Musk is onto the game. And sometimes you wonder, like, why are they doing this in election year? Why are they trying to have the wide open border? Why are they doing this? They say, well, they're trying to get as many voters in here as they possibly can to get them voting in this upcoming election. And they're banking on getting more millions in here, cutting the concertina wire getting more millions in here to counteract the amount of millions of americans who are disgusted by the wide open biden border rhino democrat wide open border yeah so does that kind of make sense and it's a tragic horrible situation and it hits home like right here in colorado and now you've got and sorry on the phone lines i'll be i'll be getting right over there soon but um You've got, oh, the establishment said, well, we've got this bill now that's going to protect. You don't need a bill to do anything about the border. You've already got all the legislation you need to have a border. I mean, how stupid are these people? Like, okay, we need another bill yeah, to have to have the border. There's no laws needed. And even Bill Maher gets this. Part two of the acting yeah. is Joe, is, is Joe okay. Biden saying, you know what, if you just give me a new law, a new law, why doesn't the president can fix this? He already has the existing laws. And border patrol this, this will is say also right silly. To your face. I need a piece of yeah. paper from Congress to deal with the border. No, you already have that. That's right. That's no, right. they don't. They don't need a piece of paper from Congress to secure the border. That's ridiculous. But what they're doing is they want to do this bill so they can get more billions over to Ukraine, and so they can codify and legalize how many millions a year of illegal immigrants into the country. I mean, do you ever get sick of the lies, the pretending, and yeah, they're, they're using the border as a bait to get their billions for Ukraine. You ever, I mean, do you ever get sick of this stuff? Ken Buck's a big no on impeaching Mayorkas. I mean, isn't that lame? Who owns Ken Buck? Ken Buck, he's concerned about border security, but he's doing everything he can to keep that border as wide open as possible. That's Ken Buck. What a fraud. What a sham. What a disgusting human being. I'll just come out and say it. 
Dan Crenshaw, Rhino Republican, the eye patch McCain, comes out and says this. Yeah, he's like, oh, Republicans, uh, MAGA people don't want our, our border bill. Yeah. The height of stupidity is having a strong opinion on something you know nothing about. I'm, I'm extremely disappointed in the very strange maneuvering by many on the right to, to, to torpedo uh, a potential border reform bill. If we have a bill that on net significantly decreases illegal immigration and we sabotage that, that is... That is inconsistent with what we told our voters we would do. People will make up whatever reasons they they want to. There's a number of them, I'm sure. But it would be a, a pretty unacceptable dereliction of, of your duty. Yeah, there's Ipatch McCain, Crim, Crenshaw, wants the wide open border. But he's trying. they're trying to, like, blame uh, Trump. And they're trying to blame MAGA Republicans for not wanting their border bill. Yeah, when, uh, hey... They, you know, it's they're trying to just get more illegals in here, and they kind of come up with this this ridiculous po- posture of a poser bill, okay? And uh, now, as Bill Maher, you don't need it, man. I mean, you don't need it. And uh, Trump gets on that when he's talking to, uh, oh, this is actually when he was speaking last week in New York City, I believe. And you have the you have the right to close up your border. You don't need bills that complicate it and make it to a level that nobody's going to be able to do it. And the minimum was 5,000 people a day, if that can be right. It's hard to believe that that can be right, but they were negotiating to allow 5,000 people a day. That's a tremendous amount. Nobody wants to have that happen to our country, and they're still not going to know where they're coming from. Right now, we have no idea who these people are that are pouring into our countries. Last night, I watched where they're beating up police officers in New York City a gang of people that just came in that didn't speak English. Nobody knows who they are, where they come from. And very importantly, they come from, I can tell you, they come from jails and prisons. They come from mental mental institutions and insane asylums. And they're terrorists. They have a lot of terrorists coming, too. And we don't want them. I'm sorry. You know, so we had a very strong border. No, we don't want them. Trump had a great secure border against the rhino Paul Ryan type interference with the wall and the rest of it. And Biden just threw it, of course, wide, wide open. And people are dying. The fentanyl is killing people. Mm hmm. And uh, but they've got their little bill that's going to, like, legalize it even more. Be right back. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. Stone Roses bringing us back in. Yeah, Mad Dunn, Backbone Radio. Talking fast tonight. Have you noticed that? Are you keeping up? That's your challenge. Keep up with the host tonight. Can you do it? That is your mission, should you choose to accept it. I think, I think you can do it. Just enforce the existing laws on the border. You don't need some new cockamamie new bill that, you know, like, gets money to Ukraine somehow. Yeah, yeah, those people. You ever get... You ever get tired of those craven people, the freak jobs on top of this country with their boot on your neck? Ever get tired of them? I kind of do. One quick point. Best border to worst border. Trump this morning with Maria. Maria Bartiromo. And we had the best border we ever had. To this day, I had the best border we've ever had. Now we have the worst border probably in the history of the world. We had the best border. Best border when Trump was around. But now it's like we got the worst border in the history of the world. Worst. 
from best to worst. How do you like that? Mm. Let's say hey. Let's say hey to Joe in Arwada. Joe, thank you for being oh, here. I'm, Welcome. Hi, Matt. Boy, you got me. My blood boiling. I, I, I found a new vein in my forehead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm driving through the fog up in the north, but you're bringing me out of it. Yes, That's sir. That's awesome. Uh, well, uh, let me chime in on one thing. I have three points, but you made me think so hard. I, I was listening to your statement about the, the illegals saying that they're coming here to vote for Biden. We aren't just making it up. They interviewed them. Ben Berkwam interviewed, and he asked them every time, why are you coming here? We're coming here to vote for Biden. They say it. It comes right out of their mouth. Don't tell me democrat that oh no no that's just a mistake no that's what they say that's why they're coming believe them when they speak it Mm. (laughs) that's uh yeah not good man not even at all no No, and and uh these guys like crenshaw the poser uh the these guys what what the answer to uh you know oh is this a good bill of course not well, but we'll we don't need a bill for one. We have a president, yes, President Trump, that will run these folks right out of here. There's a new sheriff coming, and he's going to run them right out. Yeah. And then the deportation the plans of Donald Trump, and yeah, they, they, illegal immigrants <laughs> co- uh, attack the police in New York City. And they get let off. They get sent on a bus somewhere uh, within the United States, and they're flipping off the cameras. That's like, mm. and there's reporters asking that A.G. Bragg in uh, in New York City, or is it D.A. Bragg in, in New York City, and, and he, like, is trying to not answer their question. Like, how come you didn't deport them? What are you doing? I mean, why are these people, like, still here? What's going on? And, uh, hey, people are starting to figure it out, man. Not cool. No, you got it. The other thing is, is that the posers, if they're asking about a border bill, well, here's the thing. After Trump runs them out, He'll support getting posers like Dan Crenshaw out so we can pass a real bill. <laughs> then the second, the se- okay, now my other points, I wrote them down so that I didn't have, uh, you know, a, a transfusion and lose everything in my brain. But there, the, there's uh, three strategies. One, on this same vein, poll strategy. We need a poll strategy of wearing the United States colors, the flag. Don't tell me I can't wear the flag to the poll. Don't tell me I can't wear a flag pin for this U.S. of A to the poll. And you know what it means, Democrats. That's right. When you see all those red, white, and blue flags, we're coming for you. And then finally. Okay. Yep. Keep going. Let's not miss one in this list. We're digging it. Never forget. You see, we'll never forget you, John Roberts. You will not escape our memory. You will not be remembered as the chief justice. You will be remembered as the despicable John Roberts. And and there's other ones like the despicable Emmett Sullivan, the despicable whatever that judge's name is that is posing up there trying to pass 83 million over. Yeah, right. And then finally, run through the tape. 
my coach told me when I was in Little League, make sure no matter how big a lead we have in this football game to increase the lead. We are, it's halftime. It's 21 nothing. We need 61 nothing before the end of the game. That means if we're winning by 30 states, we need 50. Run <laughs> through the tape. Joe, Joe, I think <laughs> – I think you've had a little more coffee than I've had today, Joe. And well, and that's excited. saying something. And uh, can I just give you a big amen? Yeah, man, you've got lung power. Amen. You've got lungs, oh, one, Joe. One thing. Oh, uh, another thing. Watch oh, well, the, well, Mike, let's have thing, it. Uh, watch The Chosen. Uh, uh, go to the theater with your wife. I'm going with her this week. We're going to watch it. It's a three-and-a-half-hour season four, first three episodes of The Chosen. I cannot wait for that. Actually, my wife and I were looking that up yesterday, and we saw it's going to do a theater release, and then the new stuff comes on. And, uh, boy, Joe, uh, you're the man. I mean, you got to just stay close with us. And uh, and uh, no more espresso, though. No more espresso, uh, you know. But uh, I better move because they're stacked. But thank you, my good man. Let's keep talking. Brian, Arvada, also in Arvada. Same coffee shop, Brian, or different one up there? Uh, I don't think I can keep up with I, I can't follow Joe. I mean, we all love Joe. I'm glad Joe's on our side. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. We want him on our team. Yes. That's one Joe we like. <laughs> we say yes to that Joe. We say no to the other Joe. Uh, oh, yeah, that Biden guy, the worst president we've ever had in the history of humanity. Yeah, that's the only problem with Joe is he shares his name. So other than that, you know, he's good to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess we have a big day tomorrow. Old Johnson, you know, we're the sanctuary city. He invited all the illegals in. Now he's kicking them out of their rooms tomorrow. They say they want to uh, advance them towards more permanent housing. Now, how the heck are they going to do that if none of them get a job? They're all got squeegees on the corner. Hmm. Well, um, you know, the taxpayers are going to have to pony up for this. And that's the thing. The taxpayers are put at risk, just talking about the tragic incidents of the Powells killed by an illegal immigrant. And then, you know, they have to pay for it to put themselves at risk and, you know, essentially pay for the fentanyl to come into this country so that, as Elon Musk says, that they can import Democrat voters, right? That's kind of the deal. And we got to pay for it. Well, if Johnson's going to kick them out of all the shelters, where are they going to go? It is winter still, right? Just snowed and everything. Yeah, tomorrow I guess he's kicking all – I guess he's emptying three shelters. Maybe he wants to bring in a new batch. I don't know. But, and I haven't uh, followed that, but do, do they have a specific place to be going, or is it kind of like, you know, you're out on the streets? No, we got the same Democratic vague answer. We're moving toward more permanent uh, housing, but they don't explain, you know, where these people are going to go. I mean, they got no job. Boy. That doesn't sound great. By the way, before we run out of time, there's a note. You you had a thought on the Fannie Willis scenario. Brian, is this the case? Well, now we have a host, we you know, that's on your radio. I won't mention the name that thinks Fannie, Fannie Willis, you know, he, he's a sympathizer. He, he, she's a victim of MAGA, evidently. Uh, you know. Okay, and I'm not I'm not sure what who who what you're talking about, but but make your point before we hit this wall here. Yes. Well, people keep saying, well, love is blind. You know, she had a little lack of judgment. No, she's straight corrupt. 
She's been colluding to take out Trump. She actually campaigned on it. But uh, <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah. It's stupid. Hey, uh, you know, I'm a little disappointed in Garland and uh, Christopher Ray. They still haven't found those, uh, you know, kids that ripped down that tampon dispenser down there in Connecticut. So hopefully was that in Connecticut? The case I was wondering, what, was that a high school in Connecticut? Well, yeah, in, it's in the law now. I guess they got to put a tampon dispenser in every boy's restroom, which the I don't understand because if you're a girl becoming a boy, you're probably not going to be hanging out in the boy's restroom. Well, they put it back up, I hope. Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com. More than the greatest love the world has known. This is the love that I give to you alone. More than the simple words I try to say. I only live to love you more each day. More oh, yeah, a little smooth Bobby Darren bringing us back. A song called More. Doesn't that make you want to snap your fingers? Maybe tap your toes a little bit. And you got to have your hat at just that jaunty angle to sort of sing that one along with Bobby Darren, do a little karaoke style, which I will not do for you this evening by popular demand. I'm not a singer, never have been, never will be. Matt Dunn here, Backbone Radio. Blake's back there spinning the vinyl. Is it vinyl? Or is it digital? I guess it's probably digital, but we're going to think of it as vinyl tonight. And, you know, um, before I get to the phone lines, we're talking about the border issues. But, you know, rapper, 50 Cent, legendary rapper. He has a response to New York City handing $53 million in prepaid credit cards to illegal aliens. And 50 Cent says, quote, I'm stuck. Maybe Trump is the answer. Whoa, 50 Cent is a big name. You should read his book sometime that he wrote with Robert Greene, the guy who wrote, uh, I don't know, The 48 Laws of Power. I've interviewed Robert Greene on this program twice. Mastery, The Laws of Human Nature. Interesting dude, Robert Greene. And he wrote a book with 50 Cent. And 50 Cent... Uh, saying good things about Trump. Who else is doing that? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dogg. What's my name? Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that guy. He's saying that he has nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. Oh, folks, I mean, things are happening. MAGA is happening. MAGA, we're going to make America great again. Can you feel it? Can you get up? Get up. Come on. Can you feel it? Barbershop. The Black Barbershop, NBC, sends a reporter into the Black Barbershop. in your orbit who are either voting for Donald Trump or considering it? For sure. A lot of my friends are obviously my age, so we're a little younger. We've only voted once, you know, for actually for a president. And Trump is kind of all we know. And they're kind of Trump and Biden. They're like, well, we were broke with Biden. We weren't with Trump. And that's kind of the only thing that I'm hearing over and over again, over and over again, is that, well, Trump, we had money. Well, okay. Wow. NBC goes to the black barbershop, and they find out that um, the 
the constituents of the black barbershop are liking Donald Trump. Oh, can you say we're making America great again? Oh, just there's the text from the great American Eric, who is MAGA point person at the barbershops here. And is it North Denver? Is it Aurora? Not sure. Great American Eric, where you uh, where you get your hair done and your hair looks good, Eric, may I say? Last time, your hair looks better and better all the time, may I say? But one more time on that, just so you get it. There are some people in your orbit who are either voting for Donald Trump or considering it? For sure. A lot of my friends are obviously my age, so we're a little younger. We've only voted once, you know, for actually for a president. And Trump is kind of all we know. And they're kind of Trump and Biden. They're like, well, we were broke with Biden. We weren't with Trump. And that's kind of the only thing that I'm hearing over and over again, over and over again, is that, well, Trump... We had money. Well, okay. Over and over again, we were broke with Biden, but we had money with Trump. Oh, let's get Trump back in there. It just could not happen sooner. Let's say hello to Mark in Denver. Mark, up next. Welcome, sir. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> I, I actually live in Broomfield, and ah. uh, you had mentioned that uh, that accident. Yes. And... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, the speed, I think, is 25, 35 miles an hour. That was on Main Street, I, if I remember correctly. And it took a long time for it to come out because uh, the police didn't want to release any information, especially about the driver. But uh, my understanding is he hit the, that mother and her child at 85 miles an hour. Yeah, Melissa Powell and Riordan Powell. Melissa Powell, age 46, with her son Riordan Powell. Riordan was a student at Broomfield High School. It was a crash on Main Street near Broomfield yeah. High School, and Jose Menjivar, Menjivar, illegal alien, age 37, was arrested yeah. for that. And, uh, yeah, it's um, tragic, it man. Miles an hour. Elon Musk tweeting about this, by the way. Completely drunk. This, this got yeah. on Elon Musk's radar, which means it got on the radar of the entire world. And it's such a sad tragedy, and it happened right here. And you live in Broomfield, huh, Mark? Right. And, and the thing is, you it, live it in Broomfield, Mark. For it to come out, yes, yes. And uh, the the problem is that we have a mayor called his name is her name is whatever its name is, Guy Lean. He's a uh, he's from California. He worked in the porn industry, and he's our mayor. And uh, all the sycophants that are in the city council, they're all sick. This used to be a, a conservative uh, uh, town, uh, Broomfield, and that's why I moved here. And uh, it's completely changed. It's gone blue. And we had some really sick people in, uh, in the city government. And uh, the other thing about Ukraine is that uh, um, there's a guy called Jesse Kelly. And he comes on at 4 o'clock. And uh, he mentioned that in Ukraine, only a third of the missiles and armament have, uh, have the soldiers received. And the soldiers are now in around their 60s because they've killed off most of them. Yeah, it's a lost generation in Ukraine. A complete and total catastrophe in Ukraine engineered by the um, American Foreign Policy State Department establishment and the CIA. Absolute, utter disaster with rhino participation, Victoria Nuland and the neocons. And, um, you know, watch for this, Mark. They're going to try to somehow blame 
their Ukraine catastrophe on Trump. Like right now, they're kind of trying to blame, oh, Trump doesn't want this stupid border deal of ours. They're trying to blame him for that. Then they're going to try to blame him for what's going on in Ukraine, which they have completely screwed the pooch on that whole deal and wasted hundreds of billions of our taxpayer dollars on that imbroglio. And like you just said, the stuff that we're supposedly sending over there somehow isn't even getting to them. Where's the money going? And they won't allow for an accounting on that. It's being sold on the black market. So basically what's going to happen, and I don't know how long it's going to be, but those weapons, those missiles, um, and that armament, they're going to be shooting out sky uh, airliners in the sky. That just sounds and great. Only a and matter of time. same deal, you know, Afghanistan, when, uh, you know, right. where did all that munition stuff go? The Probably billions of dollars worth over there. And, uh, Mark, we're so jammed. i got to move. But great points, my man. Thank you. Jack in Evergreen. Jack, what thoughts this evening, sir? Well, it's not on your current topic, but I, I feel compelled to say it. Uh, George Brockler, I heard, has is, is left the station on that morning show of his, and it's going to be replaced by Jeff Hunt and Billy Thorpe. And I have a comment on that. Okay, and I'll just say, yeah, that's, you know, big news. I wish all the best to George Brockler and Jeff Hunt. He was so noble to fill in for me um, most of those four months when I was not in. I took a four-month uh, leave um, in 2023, and Randy Corcoran was also in a great deal. Thank the world of uh, of Jeff Hunt, wishing him all the best as he comes in. But, yeah, what, what thoughts from you, Jack? Well, I don't know Jeff Hunt very well. I've, I've, I've probably listened to him a few times as a fill-in, so I don't know what his temperament is, and, of course, that would determine how this will turn out. But I'm going to tell you what, if he can put up and tolerate Billy Torp, Thorpe for more than 30 days, I, for one, am going to be amazed because that, that guy is totally intolerable. That's, um, that's, that's, that's my personal opinion. Well, And if, he, if he's listening, if he's listening, Billy, have a nice day. Well, I, Jack, and uh, that's the kind of stuff that, well, that's your opinion, and uh, I won't uh, amplify, detract, or uh, or get don't, in the way of that don't. one at all. But um, any other uh, thoughts this evening? And it, it's yeah, it's going to be a, you know a whole new deal, whole new lineup, and uh, I'm you know in some ways looking forward to well, it. And uh, a well, big salute to Brockler because that, that's not easy doing four hours of live radio like every single day. No, that. That's very tough. It's very difficult to fill the, all the hours for the radio station. I understand that. But, but Randy and you are, as far as I'm concerned, the only the only ones worth listening to. All right. Well, well, I don't know. You'll you'll Jeff Hunt, man. He knows his stuff, and uh, he he sports that cowboy hat around and the belt buckle. Runs that Western Conservative Summit, and uh, I, I'm a fan of the guy, unabashed fan of Jeff Hunt. And uh, I must say, so uh, yeah, and it's uh, you know that's going to be a lot, a lot of a lot of syllables, a lot of words coming out, and it's let's, I like him. I said, it's easy to do Sundays, right? You just walk in, and I speak as fast as I can to cover a week's worth of material, which I I do, of course, Jack. <laughs> I, I give I give I give Hunt thirty days with Billy. He'll he'll have enough of them. All right. Well, right on, Jack. Uh, an, a note of optimism there. But uh, all the best to you, sir. And I guess, uh, okay, we'll be right back in a flash. It's Matt Dunn. It's Salem, Denver at 710 KNUS. Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader. News Talk 710 KNUS. 
go a little melancholy number there from Dwight Yoakam holding things together which is I guess what we're doing right about now around here and we're just laying it out lay it out and we're uh, talking fast like I was saying um, I'll tell you what Jenna Griswold our Secretary of State a rather partisan leftist Secretary of State if I may say yeah, um, trying to get Trump knocked off the ballot here in Colorado. And February 8th is the day they go before the Supreme Court to try to explain to the Supreme Court, while worthy individuals like Jenna Griswold, partisan leftist hack, should be entitled to preventing Colorado Republican primary voters from being able to choose who they want to vote for in our democracy. In our democracy. The people who go to the voting booths should not be allowed to choose who they want to vote for, according to Jenna Griswold. And she has 10 minutes to make her case before the United States Supreme Court. And so all eyes will be on that. Our Supreme Court uh, do not have a lot of trust in it. This should obviously be a 9-0 ruling um, knocking down the crazy blue state of Colorado with the typical shenanigans. They know they can't beat Trump. At the ballot box, so they have to try to get him off the ballot with George Soros money. Sundance, over the conservative treehouse, writes this. Apparently, the lawfare crew have been working and coaching overtime to give Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold a framework to explain to the Supreme Court how Colorado's very specific election laws allow for presidential candidates to be disqualified despite meeting all constitutional requirements. State Solicitor General Sharon Stevenson, keep that name in mind, would be the legal mind representing Jenna Griswold. And Sundance says this should be an interesting attempt. So Griswold asked the Supreme Court for 15 minutes (laughs) to explain how Colorado law supersedes the U.S. Constitution and in our democracy people cannot be allowed to choose who they want to vote for. See, that's not... That's not what they mean by democracy. You got to understand this. Yeah. You got it? You got it? Democracy means you have to vote for who they tell you to vote for. Yeah. You can't vote for, like, who you choose. It's got to be who they choose for you. Got it? Anyway, that's the deal. And so the Supreme Court gave 10 minutes, not 15. President Trump's attorneys will have 40 minutes. And the Lawfare Group, Colorado Voters, funded by CREW, Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, as in George Soros, will have 30 minutes. Okay, so we'll see how that all plays, the usual stunts and the usual shenanigans, all these bogus deals and cases and the fear of Donald Trump. And what what are they so afraid of, you know? They couldn't even tell you why. 
you know, you ask some never Trumper out there, well, what, what is it that Trump did that was this like so bad? I mean, what, what, what is it that you object to? Did you object to the great economy? Did you object to the secure border? Did you object to the peace and the no wars? Um, did you object to the, the high morale of the nation and putting America first? I mean, what, what is it you object to? And uh, Trump makes a point on that this morning, talking to Maria Batromo. If you actually look at so many of the court cases against Donald Trump, Oop. George, this is that's, not uh, about that's, that's the different one. Uh, that's, that's, that's actually J.D. Vance, which actually, J.D. Vance actually works in this case, because J.D. Vance, senator from Ohio, he who is the author of Hillbilly Elegy, um, is saying that all these bogus cases, he's telling George Snuffleupagus about, you know, on, what is it, this week? The Sunday shows, the vomit, gag, barf, puke, hurl, propaganda Sunday shows. I mean, barf, dude. <laughs> but J.D. Vance is an America firster, and he goes on to explain to George Snuffleupagus about these bogus cases against Trump. If you actually look at so many of the court cases against Donald Trump, George, this is not about prosecuting Trump for something that he did. It's about throwing him off the ballot because Democrats feel that they can't beat him at the ballot box. And so they're trying to defeat him in court. Uh, this case, like so many legal cases against Donald Trump, they're trumped up. They're, they're in extremely left-wing jurisdictions, or it's actually the Biden administration prosecuting his chief political rival. I think most Americans recognize that this is not what we want to fight the 2024 election over. Let's fight it over issues. Let's fight it over how to redeliver prosperity to the American worker and peace to the world at large, not over these ridiculous court cases that, frankly, they've been throwing at Trump for well before he became a political candidate, and they're going to be going after him for a long time because his agenda is actually a threat to the people who have been calling the shots in this country for far too long. Exactly. And you have to understand this. As, I mean, it should be so crystalline clear. Crystal clear. The people, the ruling class, the freak jobs out there who hate the American people, despise the American citizenry. They don't like, you know, the working class. They don't like farmers. They just they don't see the fellow humanity in the inhabitants of their democracy. They uh they they want to rig it against them again. They're they're trying to pull all the stunts and use the Godzilla billionaire money to work the deal to keep them off the ballot and run the lawfare stuff and do the propaganda, the hoaxes around the clock. But um, Trump has, in my opinion, a beautiful attitude towards all of this. And Maria Bartiromo asked him about that this morning. And let's let's just hear it. He says, hey, I just make it through things. I know I don't even worry about these. things. I'll just make it through things. Whatever they're trying to do, I'll just make it right through. The bottom line remains, you've got 91 counts, felony counts against you. You've got four indictments. You could be in trial this year and you could get convicted. You know, do you think about that? No, because it's all about courage. You have to have courage for the country. I would have if I didn't run or if I was in fifth place, I wouldn't have any indictments. I wouldn't have any problem. They went after me from before I even announced because they said we have to do it. It's all these aren't indictments. These are Biden indictments. How are you going to get through Washington, D.C.? I just get through things, whatever it is. I'm doing this for the country. I didn't need this. I could have had the greatest life. Look at this. I could have had a nice time instead of doing a nice, fair, but tough interview with you. I could have had a very nice time in my life. I could have enjoyed it. But I enjoy it anyway because we're going to make America great again. This country is failing. This nation is failing, 
and it's incompetent people like Biden. Who wants open borders? Who wants high interest rates? Who wants bad education? Who wants all of this stuff? Who wants a woke military? Our country's going to hell. And it's an honor for me. I, I really say, anytime I get indicted, it's an honor because I'm doing it for you. And the people agree with it. Anytime I get indicted, it's an honor. I'm doing it for you, the American people. Exactly. He just makes it through stuff, and they do all the lawsuits and the games and the stunts and the stunts and the stuff that everybody and the people aren't buying it. People don't buy this. There are some commentators that that want to pretend that people are buying, and they feel like their jobs depend upon them pretending that all of this stuff is real. But come on, the country's dying. Don't you want to stop pretending? Don't you want to like snap your fingers and wake up and deal with reality? I mean, reality, not like pretending that there's some other reality where all this stuff is real, ladies and gentlemen. I think we are at that point, and I think the voters are at this point, and I, I think all the lawfare stuff in New York and Georgia and Fannie Willis. And by the way, Great American Eric is worried that Fannie Willis might not get her book deal now. <laughs> and uh, with all that corruption and the affair and the lover and all this stuff and the misappropriated fun, firing the whistleblower. So, uh, I don't know. Um, he wants his signed copy. Do you want a signed copy? Great American Eric? You worry? She, she still needs to get that book deal. we got to figure out a way to make that, that still happen. You're right. Anyway, I'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.